0: Hey, welcome to the official podcast of St. Luke Amy Church located in Garland, Texas. I am Pastor Amos St. John. And I am Pastor Jasmine St. John. We are the lead pastors of St. Luke Garland, and we're so excited that you have decided to listen to this podcast. Listen, we pray that the message you are about to hear will bless you right where you are. If you want to know any more information about our church, you can visit us at stlukegarland.org. Now, get ready for the word. You are my strength, strength like no other. How many of you felt that that song touched your heart right here? Thank you, Praise Team, for setting the atmosphere for this preached moment. Come on and turn to the word with me. We're going to go to 2 Corinthians today, everybody, starting at chapter 4. And I want to lift in your hearing verses 16 through 18. So go ahead and grab your mobile device. I want you to highlight and take some notes with me as we go forward in the word of the Lord. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16 through 18 in the NLT says this. That is why we never give up. Though our bodies are dying, our spirits being renewed every day. For our present troubles are small and won't last very long. Yet they produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs them and will last forever. So we don't look to uh, look at the troubles we can see now. Rather, we fix our gaze on the things that cannot be seen. For the things we see now will soon be gone, but the things we cannot see will last forever. Our sermon title for this morning is Change is Coming. Let us pray. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, we we thank you for this moment where you're gonna to speak to us through your Holy Spirit. God, now get us ready for the word. God, open up our ears and open up our heart so that we can receive you on today. God, I pray that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Remove Jasmine and put you right here. Let us see you today, O oh God, in a new way. It's in Jesus' name that I pray, amen. Change is coming. Uh, Have you ever stared into the face of a lion? Have you ever stared into the face of a lion? Uh, Have you ever stood flat footed eye to eye and looked into the eyes of a lion? No, not literally. I don't want to suggest you do this at home, but perhaps you have stared at something that is such a beast. It can only be described by the characteristics that also describe a lion. Lions are known for their raw power, their strength, though uh, they are known as the king of the jungle. They are not the fastest animal, nor the biggest animal, and certainly not the tallest animal. And yet the king of the jungle is the lion. It's based on sheer confidence alone. It's the uh, audacity and the veracity of the lion that makes it the fiercest creature in the world today. I want to preach to you about how to see your life by having faith. Like the eyes of a lion. Have you ever stared into those eyes of the lion? Now, now, uh, you see a lion is unique and that it is long sighted because they can see things that are far away. They can process light six times greater than we can in sight. It's just light that is processed through rods and cones that are in the back of the eyes, translated through the optic nerve and taken to our brain to process that which is before us. Lions can do all of that, but six times greater. Their eyesight can be likened to that of a telescope. Telescopes help us to see long distances as they gather and collect light that is far away, magnify it and bring it towards our eyes for processing. There are a number of reasons that make the lion better at processing light better than we can. For one, their pupils are bigger than ours and that means the entrance of light is greater. The more light that can come through, uh, they can command and widen their pupils to be three times even bigger than ours, letting in more light. In fact, the real wall of a lion's eye is reflective. That means they can utilize light in two ways that every time uh, you take a picture of a cat, you see that glow. It's because light is being reflected off the back of their eye and shown back towards you. A ah, lion's eye is so unique that it's just like when the football players place the eye black under their eyes so that they minimize reflection of the light. Lions, if you see them, they all have this white line under their eyes so that it maximizes the light, which is before them, giving them the increased ability to see clearly in the most darkest of spaces. Lions don't get more light than we do. They do not, they do not have uh, more access to light than we have. They just have the ability to do more with the light that has been provided for them. And just as lions have long-sighted telescopic eyes, In this season, what we have been through and what we might be presently going through. God is calling us to have faith like through the eyes of a lion. Ephesians 1 and 18 says, I pray that your hearts be flooded with light so that you understand that confident hope he has given to those he has called. God wants us to be enlightened. And that doesn't mean to have more light, but that our capacity, our gate for light to be expanded in such a way that we process that which is before us as hope, a confident hope. We have the audacity of hope in which he has given each and every single one of us that he has called. Our faith is being stretched in this season because change is coming. Having telescopic faith is having the ability to see the change, to see the answer, to see the difference maker, the cure, the answered prayer, the way being made, the bridge over troubled water, the light at the end of the tunnel, the kept promise at a far off distance. And then it's maximized and brought towards us. It means having the ability to face a problem and pain, but see God's plan, his purpose, his promise, and his presence over your life at the same time. As we press towards this new normal, this new season, this new phase, God is saying, I know you've been through some tough times this year, and I know uh, that you haven't been able to see each other like you used to. I know that you are dealing with separation anxiety from being socially distanced from people that you know and love for months on end. I know that this may not be the only thing that you had have had to press your way through over the last 15 months. And you've had some setbacks, some setups, some changes, some compromises, and some adjustments. But, somebody say but... But if you look off in the distance beyond what your natural eyes can see, you can utilize your faith. That faith is like the eyes of a lion. You will see, God says, that I have prepared peace for you. You will see that I have stored up some unmerited favor for you. You will see that I have a promotion for you. You will see that there is healing for you. You will see that there is deliverance out there. You will see that there is a breakthrough on the way. You will see that everything that you have been praying for is on the way. And yes, it may not look like it right now. Your light may be dim and you may feel like nothing is going to change. But I came to remind you this morning that change is coming. When it comes to faith, there are only two things, always two things happening at the same time. It's what you can see and what you can't see. It's what you can prove and what you can't prove. It's what you can understand and what surpasses all understanding. It's the way in which we live our life through multiple lenses. And as we move through life, one thing that this pandemic season has taught us is that we have to be careful to choose which lens we are looking at our situations through. Are we looking through the lens of complacency or through the why bother, nothing is going to change lens? Are we looking through the lens of a confident hope? Well, through the lens of God, will make a way out of no way. You see, it's like my visit uh, to the optometrist where I felt like I needed a new prescription because my eyesight simply is not what it was before. My eyesight might have changed due to my age or stress or hormones or environmental factors, Uh, genetics and whatever the case may be, no matter what. My natural eyes could no longer put into focus that which was before me and I had to be fitted for new lenses. Anybody ever been to the optometrist before? When they place you in their chair and they pull the proper or the refractor to your face and as they change the refracting lens in front of your eyes, it is drawing the letters that are on the wall closer to you. And as the doctor is changing the lens, they're asking you for subjective feedback on the lens that is before you by asking you questions like, how about now? Can can you see it? How how about now? Can you see the change that is happening before you? How, How about now? Can you see? The miracle that is on the way. How about now? Can you see that all things work together for the good of them who love the Lord and are called according to their His purpose? How about now? Can you see that I close that door because I have a better opportunity offer you in the distance? How about now? Do, Do you see that you did not need to be in that relationship? How about now? Can you, can you see that you did not need to be working there any longer? How about now? Can you see that there are blessings on the way? How about now? Can you see that there is untapped potential and gifts and skills and abilities laying dormant within you? How about now? Can you see that there is greater for you? How about now? Change is coming. We just have to adjust our lens. We have to utilize our telescopic faith. We have to live our lives as if we are looking through the eyes of a lion. Lions and their telescopic eyes, their long distanced sight, if we're going to see the manifestation of God's handiwork in our lives. And as it states in verse 16, that is why we never give up. As we press forward, as times change, we must do these things. We must look beyond what is right in front of us. We have to look beyond all the stuff that our rods and cones in the back of our eyes can't even process and take up the eyes of faith that are like lion's eyes. Because through faith, all things are possible. Faith has the capacity to process more light. Faith has the capacity to take in more light than we ever could. Ah, and Faith has the ability to see things off at a distance and plant seeds of hope along the way as it draws it closer to us. Pastor, how do, you, how do you know this could be true? Because verse 18 says this. We don't look at the troubles we can see now. Rather, we fix our gaze. That's an underline that. Fix our gaze on things that cannot be seen. Sounds like faith to me. In other words, we walk by faith. Those things that which cannot be seen. And not by sight. So, As I close, if change is coming, if change is on the horizon, how then shall we handle it? If things are never gonna be the same, if there's going to be new processes and new people in place, if there's a new way of doing things, a new approach, a new procedure, a new circumstance, how then shall we handle it? The Lord God is saying this day that we must live our life utilizing our telescopic faith. You may not feel that God is near. You may feel like God has not been listening. You may simply feel overstimulated and overwhelmed by the amount of change that you've had to go through in such a small window of time. You may simply feel like you have had all the change that you can receive. and At this point, it simply feels too much. Listen. Life in real time is messy. We do not know what tomorrow may bring, but change is indeed inevitable. A new normal is on the horizon. We're beginning to live this thing out day to day as restrictions are lifted, as phases and people are moving and changing, and it may be testing your faith like never before. But I want you to remember, though it may seem Dark and dimmed. Let the light in so that you may see that He has never left you nor forsake you. God's fingerprints are best seen in the rearview mirror. You may have to simply adjust your lens and fix your gaze on the things that are not seen and watch God do the miraculous. We have to have eyes like a lion and see the change that is coming. Though it may be dark, lions have the best eyesight in the dark, the fiercest beast, not because it's the fastest, biggest, strongest, tallest. And perhaps there are animals that can see even better in the dark, but listen, their eyes are six times greater than ours. And God is asking us in this season to stretch our faith and have eyes like a lion. Song says, A change. Oh, change has come over me. He changed my life complete, and now I'm free. He washed away all my sins and He made me whole. He washed me white as snow. He changed my life complete and now I sit. I sit at his feet to do what must be done. I'll work and work until he comes. A wonderful change has come over me. about you? A wonderful change has come over me. Change. Change is coming. Change. Change is coming. It's not bad. Change. I'm so glad he changed me. As the song continues to play, I pray you receive what the Lord is saying to you this day. Perhaps you may be someone who who doesn't like change. Change makes you anxious. It makes you uncomfortable. God is saying change is coming and it is okay. Because what we can't see right here, what's going on right here in front of our face, if you just use your telescopic faith. Put on your eyes like a lion. You can see off in the distance that God is still in control. I'm excited about that today. And so you may be watching and you have never given your life to Christ. I'm offering the invitation to you this day to say yes to Jesus. You may be saying, Pastor Jazz, how do I do that? I am so glad you asked. Yes, I I might have even read your thought. I want you to pray this prayer with me. For those of you who want to rededicate your life to Christ today, pray this prayer with us as well. Come on. Dear Jesus, I am a sinner and I am sorry. I come before you now ready to be changed. I believe that you were born And I believe that you died for my sins. I believe that you rose on the third day and that you are coming back again. I am ready to say that I am saved. I am saved. I am saved. If you prayed that prayer for the very first time, I want you to let me know in the comments, wherever you're watching, whether it be Facebook or YouTube. And then I want you to send us an email at info at LukeGarland.org so we can walk this salvation, walk out with you. Or perhaps you're watching today and you have decided that you want to be a part of this body of believers and we would be so happy to have you as our member. Listen, come on and join us here at St. Luke. You can do so. Let us know in the comments. And then send us an email at uh, info at stlukegarland.org and we will provide that information to you. You can be a member here in person at Garland, Texas, or you can be one of our online members, and the love will still be the same. I pray that you have a wonderful Sunday be blessed. Hey, family, we pray that this word has encouraged and inspired you. And right where you are, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast so that you can listen to the word of God each and every single week. If you want to know more information about St. Luke Garland, or if you want to sow, please visit our website at stlukegarland.org. We'll see you next week.